0: The number one inspirational movie in America is coming to DVD and Blu-ray in time for Christmas. Overcomer.
1: What are you allowed to
0: define me? Share the gift of Overcomer this holiday season.
1: When you find your identity in the one who created you, it'll change your whole perspective.
0: Overcomer. Starring Alex Kendrick and Priscilla Shire. Available now on digital. Own it on Blu-ray and DVD December 17th.
2: And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz.
1: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz. This is episode 109 on on VintageHuntSchoolMoms.com, and today we are going to be talking about some stress-free tips. Uh, Guests are Kendra and Fletch, and so by day... uh, Fletch is Dr. Andy Fletcher, and he is uh, Kendra's husband and resident podcaster on uh, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and uh, they have a very popular show, Homeschooling IRL. Uh, Fletch has a blog, The Mango Times, and uh, you can visit him there and uh, read some of his uh, posts. Uh, They're always entertaining. And then, uh, we can find out more about Kendra at preschoolersandpeace.com. Uh, Kendra has been blogging for many, many years and uh, always has um, amazing information that she shares on her blog. And, uh, More than that, uh, exciting to me anyway, is that the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network has a number one show, and that is Homeschooling IRL. Well, today, uh, let me welcome my resident experts on uh, stress-free tips, and that is Kendra and Andy Fletcher. Welcome, guys.
0: Hey, thanks, Felice. We are really, really happy to be with you tonight.
2: Yeah, I like how we are resident experts of stress during the holidays,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did I just throw you under the bus? (laughs) No, I
2: just think that's perfect.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh. But uh, so uh, in case any of my listeners have not heard about your podcast, why don't you um, fill them in and tell them uh, why uh, they should tune in?
0: Well, we host the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. And after 18 years of homeschooling uh, our eight kids, we have seen a lot of um, very polished and beautiful homeschool pictures <laughs> and homeschool websites. And we said, you know what, let's talk about the real stuff. So that's what we do on Homeschooling in Real Life and um, maybe touch on topics that that we don't always like to bring to light, but we do that. And sometimes doing that makes us all realize that we can do this.
1: Yeah, I, I love that you guys are, are very encouraging and uh, the word grace comes up a lot in your podcast, so um, which is always a good thing to remember.
0: Yeah, well, there's certainly not any one-size-fits-all, and, you know, God's created every family unique, and there needs to be grace for all of us.
2: Yeah, we found that just by being transparent with our listeners suddenly takes the baggage off their shoulders, and they can be real honest and get um, real transparent with us very quickly.
1: Uh, that's wonderful. And so, you know, having a large family, and I know you're you in the same position I am. You know, we've got some older kids, and so um, how many do you have at home now?
2: We have eight kids total, and at home we have about 12, right, Kendra? <laughs> we, uh, our oldest has moved out. Our second oldest is in college, but he's home for all the holidays. So we have anywhere between six and eight.
1: Okay, that's so great. Well, they bring their friends back, right? So I know right. when my kids were in college, you know, we ended up with more during the holidays. and, and That's um, exactly and then, right. Yeah, and uh, now that my daughter's married, we have, you know, extra people, which I love having. So it's, uh, it's really fun. And so, you know, today our topic is um, kind of like stress release types of things, you know, things that we can do to – just take a back, you know, take a take a step back. My kids call it chillaxing, so it's a little yeah. combination of chilling out and relaxing. And so, um, you know, what do you do to chillax during the holidays? Let's start with uh, Thanksgiving time.
0: Well, I think the key with a big family or even with a young family is just learning to be really flexible. Um, I think. A lot of times the stress comes when we feel like something has to look a certain way or be a certain way, or oh my goodness, the entire day is gonna be ruined if we don't have that particular sweet potato casserole. <laughs> and that is so much pressure on um, whoever's trying to put the holiday together, usually mom. So um, I know in the early years for us, my brothers, have two brothers, and both had three sons, and then we had three sons, there were these nine little boys, all under the age of eight years old, and telling you sitting around a big fancy table in somebody's dining room was just gonna be not fun for anybody. Plus the fact when they're that age, you know, they eat for about three minutes and then they want down from the table. So it was my mom who suggested we all go and meet at a beautiful park in the foothills near our home. And we just and we took it all. We took the full turkey and the mashed potatoes and the pumpkin pies out to a beautiful park where the leaves were all falling and it was california so you know it's not too cold to do that these little boys ran and played and had fun and we sat there with hot mugs of coffee and we did that several years in a row and i think those memories are worth every bit of compromise that it wasn't you know a traditional thanksgiving day
2: you know kenj the other thing your mom did was she sent us all out to the garage that year and uh, (laughs) i'll admit she has one of the cleanest garages in california painted floors and really nice cabinetry. But we had a great time out there and there was no mess for your mom.
1: I was getting worried there. with cats, thinking, oh, no, it's just <laughs> gonna be another one of them. <laughs> but uh, everyone well, so so one other thing. Went out there? Yeah, I was so gonna everyone, say,
2: I, yeah. we had the all the families and her father had tables set up and heaters. And really truthfully, it was to bring Kendra's mom peace.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
2: we uh, in getting ready for christmas the day after thanksgiving which everybody calls black friday Mm -hmm. we get together to watch a christmas movie and we kick off the advent season with a focus on what the whole season is going to be about so while everybody's spending money we sit down as a family and sometimes big groups of friends and just redirect our focus.
1: Mm, I really love that because we do Advent as well. And um, usually it starts, right, the first um, weekend of of December. And sometimes it does fall um, that week. So whether or not it falls then, that's when you start, right?
2: We just like to do it in juxtaposition directly with Black Friday.
1: Okay. So it's your, like, anti-Black Friday thing <laughs> for your family. <laughs> exactly. That's great. That's great. And, um, you know, it, it is important to focus um, people back. Um, one of our show hosts, uh, Melanie Wilson, and she has the show Psycho with Six. She was my guest for uh, Mommy Jammy's Night. And she did a session, which was great, and the topic was, or the, the title of the the talk was too blessed to be stressed. And just saying that just makes me happy, you know, So, um, because it's true. You know, no matter what your situation, um, you know, we are, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, our focus needs to be um, importantly on the Lord and the reason for the season, you know? So exactly. uh, a lot of times we get, we get our eyes off of that. I remember um, one year my husband told me to use paper plates for Thanksgiving. And Good I was guy. appalled. I, <laughs> I was appalled. He wasn't going to let me use yeah. my nice plates and and everything else. And that year it was wonderful. It really mm-hmm. was, um, you know? And so then what has happened um is that uh, my family pitches in and I don't do any dishes. So I, that means I can use the nice dishes and, and then they do the dishes. So, um, well, But we, you know, might, we might do that every once in a while. Felice, I think on
2: our podcast, we love to get real. And I think one very real point of the holidays is that families are stressful. And mm-hmm. sometimes we just don't want to admit that getting together with grandma, grandpa, uncles, moms, and dads, it brings stress. I mean, a lot of us have a crazy Uncle Larry. I'll just pick that name. (laughs) I actually have a crazy Uncle Larry.
0: I (laughs) have too. Oh, that's right. (laughs) But, you know, that brings a
2: lot of stress to families. And I'm thinking of how we go into the holidays, eyes wide open, and Mm -hmm. we just know Mm -hmm. we're heading in to some tough situations, Uh, and we almost get a ministry mindset that, hey, we're going here, and we want to be a blessing to others, and uh, we'll take the focus off ourselves, and we help our kids do the same.
1: Yeah, and the stress for me is getting the older um, relatives in the house and out the door and in the car with nobody getting hurt. You know, it's always like a a real thing, because we have these, these terracing stairs, which, look very beautiful but and they are wide but they're they're short steps so what I do is I make sure that somebody's assigned to grandma and grandpa you know and usually my husband is one of those that is assigned just to make sure that when they get up and there's a bunch of little kids running around um, like there was a birthday party here and I had uh, 10 kids under third grade and under down to one And, you know, they're cousins, and they're excited to see each other, and then I see Grandma heading to the bathroom. So I quickly grabbed, you know, one of the designated helpies, um, one of the teenagers, and said, you've got Grandma. And she just went and made sure that there was a path to the, you know, bathroom without somebody side-swiping Grandma, because the little kids aren't going to look. So that's my big concern, is that somebody's going to get hurt, and, um, you know, thankfully, We have some little preventative measures, but, yeah, you know, you're right. I I have, like, a little sigh of relief when they're safely in their cars, and and then I can grab my coffee and and put my feet up. So I think the the other thing, too, is, is thinking you have to do it alone. You know, what do you guys do as far as the meals go? Do you try to do it all yourself, or does everybody
0: bring something Yeah, well, you know, I'll admit that in the early years, I was greatly in control of all of that stuff whenever I had to host, but I have just learned over the years, probably more through exhaustion and, you know, just that stress that that's not the important stuff, you know? And it's also been our uh, privilege to, to host families that maybe don't have another place to be, We're really good at at sort of pasting together a hodgepodge of people who need community on holidays. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really fun to say, Hey, bring your favorite thing. What do you love to have at Thanksgiving? or what do you love to make for Easter, you know, or whatever? And then people bring what they love and it, it turns out to be really fun because they'll tell us why, you know, oh, well, this was my grandmother's, um, my, this is the way my, my grandmother made mashed potatoes, and we say, great, how wonderful, thanks for sharing, you know, and, and that takes the, the pressure off of all of the little details and back onto relationships, which is really where it needs to be anyway. Right. Uh, I think
1: that's so good, and I'm a little bit of a control type of person, <laughs> I would say control freak, but you, you guys, I guess we're being real here since I have my, you know, i <laughs> schooling IRL people here, but um, last year, my daughter, um, my oldest um, daughter, she uh, took charge, she's a little bit like her mom, and she just said, you know, pick one thing, one main thing that you're making, you know, which I picked like a meat dish. And she said, I'm calling everybody and everyone's bringing something. And um, my kids were talking about that tonight, and they said, you know, is Christina going to get everyone to bring something? And I said, no, I think this year I'm actually going to (laughs) ask. You know, (laughs) like it works so well. Yeah. And everybody was really happy because then they could show off whatever it is that they wanted. So um, I I think that's that's really important, and it's – you know, it did. It took a ton of pressure off of me of having to, um, you know, do everything. And, yes, I did make – I like to make things ahead of time, and so I would freeze things, and my potato casserole one year did not come out of the freezer. So we did – and my my uh, nephew really likes it. So he was so funny. He's like, let's get it out of the freezer. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, this thing's a brick. So I, oh. I let him take it home with him so that was good. So he was happy.
0: That's great. But, um Yeah, but anyway. Well, and so, I know a lot yeah. of people will say, but my kids want my food, or my kids, you know, my family expects my cranberry relish, or, you know, whatever. And so actually, I, I was reminded that last year we went to um, my brother in law's home, and it was a great, big, fun party, but there was not one dish there my kids, you know, expected. It was from everybody else. And when we got home, they said, that was fun, but, oh, mom, I missed your you know, your salad or your this or whatever. And so, you know, turkeys are cheap around Thanksgiving. Buy a couple, throw them in the freezer. And then when life gets boring in January and everybody, you know, you don't have to cook, get everything ready on time. That's the other thing that's stressful about, you know, holidays, is you got to have the meal on the table at a certain time. Well, you know what? At the end of January, I just pulled out all the Thanksgiving stuff, made the meal I normally make. Got it on a table on a you know on a Saturday night or something, and we sat around and enjoyed that meal, at a day that wasn't Thanksgiving. And I think they loved it just as much, maybe even more, because it was a month later, oh, right? Yeah,
1: and and it's it's fun. And my my family doesn't like turkey, if you can believe that. Jeff and I like it, my husband <laughs> and I, but yeah. they don't like it. So we always have a baked ham, which my dad makes. So, um, you know, my my thing is baking. Um. Desserts, and you know, I'm not an on-time person. So everybody knows that if dinner is going to be around between four and five, uh, that that's a loose figure. So that kind of stress doesn't doesn't bother me. Um, But. You know we have lots of appetizers and things like that, so that's all good. Okay, yeah. so so you know we've got um, some ideas for the holidays, which I love. I love the park idea. I think that that is really um, really great. And uh, and so um, we we always have that other aspect beside the meal, and that is the gifts. So what do the Fletcher's do to minimize that? Um, You know, I know you don't go shopping on Black Friday, but (laughs) not even on the Internet.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know, it's just more of an attitude and a heart. We want our kids to know. Well, let me let me expand this a little more. We actually used to have a larger party where we showed a movie for all of our friends. And then either I would or one of my friends would just share the plain gospel with everyone. And then we would actually ask people to support a ministry, a local ministry, either feeding the homeless or uh, getting fresh water for tribes around the world. And uh, it just kicked off the right direction.
0: Yeah. And then practically, you know, Felice there, again, I think a lot of this falls on mom. And I always joke that I've got this huge full plate and then Christmas comes along and it's dumped on top of my full plate. <laughs> and uh, one year, I rem- I counted up the hours that I spent wrapping presents. And so for our eight children, you know, friends, extended family, 16 hours I spent wrapping gifts over the course of several nights. And I said, I'm never doing this again. So we we put our heads together and revamped and said, you know what our kids really love his experiences and they don't need more stuff because i you know our kids get stuff from grandparents and then they draw each other's names and give each other things and so that's what we've done i don't remember how many years ago it's been but it's been quite a while now that they get a stocking um full of you know gum and whatever little things and then they get an experience so they get tickets to a sporting event or they get tickets to a play or they get Um, to go see a movie, um, you know, just different things. We have a trampoline park, so, you know, maybe they'll get um, a couple sessions at the trampoline park or things like that. So that's how we've handled that. And now they really anticipate getting the envelope that has their name on it, that has whatever their experience is, you know, inside the envelope that's revealing what their gift is that year. So that's taken a lot of the stress of having to buy and wrap and, you know, get everything already under the tree. Well, that's really
1: unique. I know one year my daughter um, has a little kids, and she kept talking about how much fun we had um, going to one of the theme parks. And no, it was not Disney. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Disney fan because it came to Florida when I was a kid, and every relative from New York, which there are many, um, <laughs> would come to visit, and guess where we got to go. And oh. so, um, yeah, it, it was just way, way overload for me. And so my kids have been there. We've done the token, you know, you have to go at least once. And um, it's pretty dated now, but I know there's a lot of other theme parks. But anyway, this is without being a commercial. um, It it was one of the theme parks that was about a a couple hours away from where I live, and she kept talking about how much fun that was the one year we went. And, you know, we would, um, like, have dinner there, you know, just leave here around, you know, right before, um, I guess it was like around 10, and we'd eat something before we got into the park, and then we would eat dinner at one of the little restaurants there and just kind of make a day of it and then come back in the evening. So we weren't there when everybody's rushing to get in, and we could take our time because we knew we had a year-long pass. So um, I bought that for her and all the little ones, and we we bought one for our family, too, because I didn't get one for my family. <laughs> I didn't think they wanted it. And when my kids found out, I was really <laughs> surprised. They were like, hey, come We're not doing it, too. So we did, and, you know, we had a few intersecting, you know, visits with the with all of them. And, you know, my, my grandkids were so thrilled, they kept hugging me. And saying, you know, Grandma, this is like the best, the best gift ever. And so you're oh, right, you that's know. Great. Yeah, it's not something you can do every year because it can't, you know, with all with all the people that are in our family, kind of gets pricey. But if you budget for it and you know it's coming, you know, it's yeah. it's a great thing. So right. Um, but I, I love the idea of like the smaller um things because I know, you know, just even. Uh, that we have a, a dinner theater, and I know my daughter loved that and just giving her and her husband something like that. I hope you 're not listening, Christina. <laughs> um, she tends not to listen to my show, so we 're good, <laughs> but she does listen to your show uh, so um but yeah i think I think that's that is a great idea and like do you ever do um gift cards or do you
0: consider those impersonal um No, because I think, you know, if anybody's had teenagers, my, my daughters would absolutely adore getting Forever 21 gift cards right now in their lives. So, you know, um, we've done that plenty as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's like my favorite thing to give
1: and. You know, my kids like the iTunes cards because I've drilled into their head that we do not steal music. We buy it, you know, because I don't want people <laughs> yeah. stealing my books. Yep. So, um, but our accounts are all tied in so I can see their purchases <laughs>
0: when they come through.
1: <laughs> but, but you know what, it's, it's, they're they're so thrilled and they put all their iTunes money together too. And I think that's really cool, you know, that yeah, they have great. the one, ac- one account. So it's, it's really good. Well, any last words for our listeners as they, um, you know, as they are thinking about the holidays and trying to think of ways to uh, save on on the the stressful situation coming up?
2: I have one that I just want to offer because I think this is uh, one that the homeschooling. I'm, this is coming out to homeschooling moms again, Felice. Mostly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna want to go grab their husband for this one. Uh if they're listening to their show, they can share an earbud, which is a romantic moment to begin with. Um, a couple years ago I decided I wanted to get away and do some shopping because I felt like the Christmas season had spun by me. I'm a busy dentist and uh I think it was like the twenty second of December and I told Kendra, let's get out and do some shopping. I want I just kinda wanted to be out among the people and you know, hear the carols and see the lights. So we drove out and went shopping, and we had a nice dinner. And when we were done, I said, I just don't want to go home. I wish we could spend the night here because it was a couple hours away from where we lived. And so the following year, we booked a hotel on the same night. So I think it was December 23rd. And I found that just taking Kendra away uh, for that one night was enough of a breather that she could go in to Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and that week between Christmas and New Year's a little more refreshed. And uh, so that's gotten a little bigger every year. We now go for better dinners and better <laughs> spas and massages. And it's my <laughs> gift to her, her gift to me, uh, as we just spend the night away, just by the two of us, just, you know, catching up and making sure we're going in uh, to the Christmas day, fully prepared, so husbands, if you're listening now, you're welcome because this is a fantastic idea
1: i <laughs> I'm sure you love it too, Kendra. you know when I first heard that, I thought that is so romantic. you know, what did you think when when he did that, Kendra?
0: well, you know, Felice it actually i don't know if he said this, but it came at a a very, very difficult time for our family that had been a very hard year. In fact, it was the year we say we never want to repeat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it was like balm for us. Um, And I think that's what we realized that we could save for this every year. We could, you know, I would forego every Christmas present to have that 24 hours with him, um, just ourselves quietly reflecting, maybe tying up loose ends um, for Christmas, you know, things that needed to happen. Um, and then we would we're just we're just always ready to go when we get back home just ready to go straight into the relatives and the kids and the chaos you know and all the stress so Kendra yeah, tell fantastic. her
2: the truth tell but. her the truth about <laughs> the, the truth. first year we went away we we we're, we're driving a lot of your listeners know we're going to Napa Valley which is about two hours away from our house and about halfway there I noticed that Kendra is bawling. So I I remember thinking, this is our getaway, but it was that moment that we realized how much stress from that year had culminated up to that point and how great of a getaway this was going to be. So again, uh, husbands, this is free advice. It is the best thing that we do for our marriage
1: and And can I say something to the wives? Let me jump in here, because what I used to do to my husband when I would had little kids um and I do remember those days, uh even though it seems like forever ago, I would just we'd get in the car and he'd pull out of the driveway, and I would say, "Oh gosh, I miss the kids, and maybe we should have brought them with us and you know, after a few times, I finally clued in and looked at his face, and he wasn't very happy you know to to say you know he was very sympathetic and he would say well i understand cuz you're with them all the time but i could see he was hurt so when your if your husband does something like that ladies you know just be really appreciative and happy cuz the kids will survive without you for just a short time it's okay and i had one child that used to stand at the garage steps you know, he was my third child and he had two built in baby. You're laughing because you know what I'm going to say, right, Kendra? You know, the 14 year old and, and the 12 year old were here that were going to babysit him, and he's sitting there crying. And, and you know, there, and my daughter would pick him up and just say, you know, take his hand and have him wave, and he'd pull it away and be all angry. And he just was the type of child that never was going to be happy. Even now that he's older, he'll say, well, how long are you going to be gone for, and when are you coming back? And so I realized that to give him and to teach him independence, you know, away from me, it was something that I had to do. And so I just, you know, tried not to cry in the car, you know, as I was leaving. Um, but, But, you know, we have to get over that guilt a little bit if we can.
0: Yeah, and, you know, actually, Felice, I'm sure you've discovered the same thing I have. Not only would they be fine without you, they they learn to do things without you. In fact, just this last weekend, um, I got a, a photo from my 18-year-old with all the ingredients for guacamole because he was making it. And I thought, aha, you never make guacamole <laughs> when I'm home. <laughs> but now that I'm gone, you've figured out how to do it. Oh, so I think it's good for everybody all the way around. No,
1: I agree. I agree, and I think it is. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. And, you know, um, it, it, it's very, very helpful, I think, to the listeners to hear that, yeah, you know, there there are those relatives that are coming or those situations that happen, but, you know, just a few little things, even if you just take one little t- uh, tidbit here and and uh, share that with, um, you know, your spouse or, you know, the kids and and, uh, let them know ahead of time. And before we go, I want to invite you uh, to visit the um, Homeschooling IRL page. If you go to ultimatehomeschoolradionetwork.com, it's one of the um, bright red button there, and you'll find it. And then also uh, visit Fletch on the Mango Times. Fletch always teases and says three people read his blog, (laughs) you know, all (laughs) relatives. But he doesn't know I read his blog, and um, I, I love it. And, you know, it's, it's just a kind of cool to, to see what he writes. And so that um, that's out there. And also, Kendra at Preschoolers and Peace. And you also have um, a Homeschooling in Real Life uh, page. What is that URL?
0: That's homeschoolingirl.com.
1: Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, there we have it. Well, thanks again, guys, and I will be talking to you soon. Thanks so much hey, for coming on.
2: Thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is the production of the
1: Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.